the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio, and thanks for joining us this morning. Beautiful July 9th, my friend. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, hope everybody had an amazing 4th of July and made it out safe and sound. What a great holiday. No real requirements, but to eat some hamburgers and hot dogs and watch some fireworks, right? Enjoy some family and friends and do some great stuff. Maybe do a couple car shows, you know, things like that. Some very patriotic things going on on the 4th of July. Speaking of uh, car shows, today, July 9th, is uh, Collector Car Appreciation Day. As it should be. Yeah, I feel like every day should be that way. I think so, too. I'm fully agreeing with Brendan. I'm impressed with uh, those people who take care of those uh, Woody cars, I think they're called. or The the, the Woodies that have wood, actually wood on them. Yeah, yeah, and they're all original. a lot of work. Oh, Oh, yeah. Goodness. Yep, yep. Or even if you've redone them with new wood, you still have to take care of it all all the time. Those cars uh, take a lot of work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Model Ts take a lot of work too, because those are some pretty old, ancient cars there too. But I appreciate I appreciate those ones for sure at car shows the most. Probably not. So, I'm not a huge fan of those people who bring their Mustangs or their new Corvettes to those cars because I'm more of a classic car. Talk about new Mustangs. What about old Mustangs? I have a '67. No, no, that's fine. No, no, no. Mustang. I'm talking about the uh, newer ones. Thought, I'm talking about those you're... guys who bring their very tricked out new motor. cars. Yeah, exactly. Cars. It's not. It's not That's, as impressive. Come on. Well, right? it depends on what kind of car show you're having. If you're, if you know, it, dep- it depends. So some people appreciate those, but you know, I, I, I'm more I appreciate into the classics. Your, uh, so. That's your. That's what you like, and yeah. I get that. Yeah. And I like to see those too, all tricked out. Like, a, like, a, um, I did a bunch of work back in the day. On my buddy has a Rambler Rebel convertible. Ooh. Yeah, two door. Okay. Yeah, nice little car. Yeah, not many of them around. Very nope. cool, and it's all trick. It's beautiful. Yeah, so like how, how did he trick it out exactly? Huh? How did he trick it out? What did no, he do? No, they just it'd be, you know um, we redid the whole engine compartment and all that, rebuilt the motor, did the trans, everything you know, nice, nice, uh, uh, high performance manifold, you know, just just beautiful, beautiful car, you know, absolutely. The interior's all custom done and beautiful, and you know, rims and tires on it, beautiful paint job on the car. <laughs> it's just a nice car. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful car, and it's but it's a car that you don't see very often. There's not many of them, so uh, that's what makes it kind of cool. I'm going to look up to see how many were made. Ram- okay. Rambler, Rambler Rebel, Rambler. Yep. Ramble, Rambler Rebel. So back in the day, car. Remember those, Kevin? AMC. Remember that car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty. I, yeah, I think they became AMC then. American Motor Car. Company. American Motor Coach, I believe it was, wasn't it? I think. So. They're not even so. around anymore. I don't even think. No. Because I mean, they bought Harley Davidson. AMC bought Harley Davidson for a while. They bought all this other stuff, but I don't even think they're around anymore. Well, the people that owned Harley Davidson back in then, in the in the seventies, you're talking about. That was the bowling people that made bowling balls. Yeah, but I thought it was all the same no. corporation. Mm, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. So, because um, that wasn't Does AMC. AMC still make bowling uh, balls? It's not AMC. It's a, a what's the bowling ball company? Jeez, uh, now I forget. Anyway, uh, I don't think it's AMC, though. Well, that's who owned Harley for a while. Not AMC. No, the bowling ball company owned Harley. <laughs> that's who owned Harley Davidson. Uh, back in the day for a while. So anyway, regardless, um, 
It was good stuff. What do you got there, Brendan? I know you're Googling stuff over there. What you Googling? I'm, st- I'm still uh, researching on this stuff, but the Rambler cars look pretty uh, sweet. The two-door one? Yeah. So, no. uh, I'm looking at uh, all these different models and everything, and I'm, I'm just trying to see what the latest Rambler would have been. But like you said... Uh, there wasn't many produced. Uh, no. Maybe at the time. It, it seemed it's like a very it, classic car. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't, because I, uh, I'm not seeing much in terms of like, uh, it said here the very first year of production, they only released 1,500 cars. And that was like the very first base models of everything too. So yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of them. So they're yeah. they're definitely collectors' cars. But, no but question. again, keep in mind this is like really early into the company and all that stuff. So uh, I'm still looking it up, and I'm thinking AWF, AMF, AMF. It was AMF. That's that, yeah, what it that's was. That's who owned Harley Davidson, and yeah. that's the bowling ball company. Yeah. yeah, I remember having to use those bowling balls, and they get stuck in my fingers all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan always has these random things that like a bowling ball got stuck on my fingers. So how many lanes <laughs> did it bounce down before when you finally got it off? Oh, okay. So funny story on that <laughs> one there. Too, funny story. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, had a birthday. I went to a friend's birthday party and I remember his older brother uh, went bowling. He brought his very specific bowling ball. And I'm not kidding you. He actually was able to bowl in the middle of the gutter and he bowl, he was able to like really spin it really hard that it jumped out of the gutter and it goes straight into the middle for a strike. I'd never seen that ever in my life. I was hoping we could do did it he, again. Had, did he perfect that or it was accidental? No, I think that was accidental because oh, okay. he kept trying it over and over after that. And uh, every time never, it was just straight up it. gutter. Yeah. So maybe he's been practicing it. And that one time he got lucky and I saw it with my own eyes. I, I couldn't believe it for the life of me. But, you know. Very interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah very interesting. I don't know. Never. Uh, never. Uh, I. I would. I've never seen that happen, but it is what it is. Here's a uh, well. Here's another thing too. Uh, it says here that uh, AMC did happen to own the line of Rambler cars. It says here, mm-hmm. which was American Motors Corporation. Correct. So that's uh, the talk about the Rambler Rebel this morning and, and different cars. But uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, and and we got on this because uh, today is uh, would you say Classic Car Appreciation Day, right? Collector Car Appreciation Collector Day. Collector Car Appreciation Day. Yep, yep. And there's a lot of people collect cars out there. And there's some beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful cars. There's for sure. You can see uh, if you go to different uh, car shows. Um, as Brendan stated, he prefers the older cars, the classics, versus uh, newer day car shows. But, uh, you know, no. what What about the, uh, 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 the, the hydraulic ones? I, as a kid, I liked those, but... Uh, watching them now, I'm thinking, man, their suspensions are like busted. And I tell you what, it's hard work on the frame of a car, especially a unibody car. You do that too. And uh, hydraulics, yeah. boom, 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 boom. I can't stand low riders. You ever see where they bounce and then they bounce up on another car and smack it and they yes. break both cars? Yes, I've seen those. I've also seen uh, like a bunch of low riders, and I keep hearing it scrape across the ground. I'm like, oh, that yeah. does not sound good. I know you think you're being cool with it but no it just sounds awful it's rough on the car i will tell you that so but uh they do some tricky stuff to their cars though for sure they're some of their ideas are pretty cool but uh yes it is very tough on the car for sure for sure so all right so today um actually our topic is uh common car buying mistakes so you ever bought a car and figured that you made a mistake kevin (laughs) <laughs> we bought cars that we thought less was wrong with them that was yes. and when we didn't like you know you know like like you buy a car that has a problem and you're like hoping like oh i think this is what it might be you know problem you have to get into it further and uh, once you get into it further it ends up being like oh bummer it's gonna cost me more than i wanted so uh sometimes that happens right right yeah. exactly oh I've done done a few cars that way. I used to remember that Dodge pickup truck I put a motor in that I bought that had a blown motor. Yeah, the blue and white one. Yeah, eventually sold that. Um, somebody that I sold it to sold it, and then just sent me a picture, and it's been like what fifteen years. They bought it back. Like, look what I found. I bought it back. Like, I was like, oh, shoot, that's a Dodge truck. <laughs> so I forget who it was that sent me a picture. But somebody, because I told it somebody I know to tow their horse trailer or something. 
Because it was a, a one, it was, was it a one Single ton? wheeled one ton. Single wheel one ton Dodge. And the gearing on it was so low that it didn't, they like to go over 55 miles Yeah, no, and it only had a 727 three-speed in it too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, automatic. So it was what it was. But that's a good truck. We yeah. towed a lot of car trip. We remember we used to tow the Mustang with it. Yep. Out to the, uh, we Old used to go to the antique drags. Or antique drags, that's it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Brendan, you ever been to the antique drags? Um, my, sort, sort of, uh, my sister FaceTimed me. Uh, to show me uh, how those were. Well, so, I don't they know used to be in Carlsbad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, back and we used to do them there. Now they're up at Barona, I believe they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So is okay. that where your sister went? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yep, with yep. my uncle. And again, she FaceTime. So is that count? I don't know, 50-50? Well, you've so. seen them. Yes, I have. Maybe not them. live, but you've seen them. No, so. exactly. So, And they're so. really, really cool. I like it. And some good friends of mine, Uncle Russ used to run that. I don't know if he still does or not. i out of contact. After it left Carlsbad, I really didn't have, uh, didn't go a lot. So... Uh, but used to go, a lot of fun, a lot of old school cars coming to drag and those kind of things, and uh, it was really good, good stuff. So, uh, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, always good stuff. Um, so, but today we're talking about, like I said, uh, buying a car can be exciting, but it's a complex process to which you uh, can end up overpaying by hundreds or thousands of dollars. We're talking about new and used cars, because different things that uh, you have to deal with when buying or purchasing them. Um, uh, you know, that can be an issue for sure. So you want to be careful about what you're buying in that. And we're going to kind of run through the different, uh, uh, things that can cost you a lot of money in the end run. Uh, uh, if, uh, um, you know, you're not careful, right? So yeah. As far as that goes, uh, one of them is falling in love with a model before you spend time with it. When spending tens of thousands of dollars, like if you're going to buy a brand new car, you're just like, I want that car by the way it looks, but you never drove it or you don't know how it reacts. You don't know where the blind spots are. You don't know if all the creature comforts fine. Uh, prime example, uh, um, I one time uh, was driving a, uh, I didn't buy it. I rented and which is a great way to go about it. Rented a Range Rover. I drove it out to Palm Desert and it was one of those little ones. And I was like, I would never buy one of these. Not that it was a bad car. It was that the seat didn't go back far enough, and my knee rubbed this spot on the door, my left knee. Uh-huh. And I was like, this car's not good for somebody that's six foot tall. It's right. made for shorter people, obviously, because I couldn't, you, you know, it wasn't comfortable. Can you imagine you have to drive a car like that for, uh, you know, five hours, 2,500 miles or someplace like that? Yeah. You, I mean, be miserable. So. Yes. Yeah, not would not be my choice of a car for sure uh, when it comes to that. So um, just a prime example. So, you know, uh, uh, become uh, infatuated with a single model can blind you uh, to, to alternative vehicles and maybe better for your needs or make you uh, skimp on thoroughly researching a vehicle's ratings, reviews, reliability or safety and pricing information. There's all kinds of these things to think about when you're buying a car. Uh, especially today with uh, we do see the cost of cars has been pushed up and people are charging more for them, things like that. So you want to make sure that whatever you buy, if you're buying a new car or even buying a used car, um, is going to fit all your needs and also uh, be uh, you know safe vehicle, good pricing, et cetera. Uh, wide-eyed approach can also leave you uh, uh, more susceptible to salesperson's tactics if you have to deal with that uh, to get you to pay uh, more f- more for a vehicle. Uh, to determine which vehicle is best for you, you should set aside emotion and uh, and focus on uh, doing your homework on them for sure. Comparing different models and uh, assessing your real wants and needs. There's plenty of time uh, for emotion after you bought the vehicle. So we often recommend that you uh, maybe uh, rent one, you know, get a rental car if the, of that model. Drive it around a bit, things like that. Uh, make sure that it's actually the vehicle that you want or need and fits your needs. And, you know, I've gotten vehicles before that I... Driving, I'm like, the blind spots on this vehicle are terrible for my height and stuff like that. I don't like where it is. I can't see. There'd be a better suited vehicle for me. Uh, so uh, just some things to keep in mind uh, initially when you're thinking about buying a vehicle. Let's go through all these steps and, and doing some good road testing on it and that. Just don't fall in love with the way a vehicle looks. Probably not the best idea, huh? No. All right. We're going to have to take our first break here real quick. Uh Thank you for joining uh, Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 at 96.1 FM. We're going to be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. 
on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house of me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin. Hey, you're wearing a Pure Forge hat today. I know. Yeah, that's some good breaks there, brother. It's a good hat, too. It's a good hat. You look camouflaged. <laughs> Except for I can see where it says Pure Forge on the front of it. Right, right. The rest of your head I can't see because it's camouflaged. You're blended in. Mm-hmm. Right, right. All good. Thanks for joining us, Brendan, this morning. You're welcome. Couldn't miss it for the world. Yeah, he was happy and eager to be here today. Yeah, I, I again every Saturday. I love being with you guys, and uh, I love being on the radio. It's always a new adventure every single week. So. It is. Sometimes we get some nice callers. Sometimes some not so nice callers. It's all good. It is what it is, right? It's all good. All right, before we get going here, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for smog. Taking care of folks up there in North County for, well, this August coming up one more month, and it will be 30 years. Man, August 10th, 1993. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, huh, Kevin? Yep. Yep, yep. So uh, good stuff. Uh, all taking care of folks up there in North County for a long time. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified out there. Taking care of folks in East County for t- almost 10 years now. Good stuff. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks in central San Diego for uh, coming up on uh, five or six years, somewhere in there. I don't know exactly. Something like that. Uh, because it was four years after El Cajon. So, so let's let's actually see. what. So El Cajon was 2004. So 20. Oh, it's eight years. It's going to be nine. Okay, nine. And uh, 2008 was Balboa. So it's been uh, four years, four years, but April. So we're working on year number five, actually. So, and year number nine for El Cajon. I'm just thinking about when it happened. So anyway, it's been a while. So uh, taking care of folks uh, in Central San Diego there for going up on five years is the truth uh, right there. And then, of course, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall. Taking care of folks here in the Golden Triangle. AAA approved and star certified for coming up on four years on that one. So, no, three, three, four. Working on year number four. Yeah, there you go. So good stuff, right? Right. All four locations there to take care of you, professional technicians, et cetera, great employees. All of us at the West Automotive Group come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We all believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. We do have two arms available to you through their... Uh, Good stuff, man. You can uh, service and repair your vehicles, extend it out for six months where you don't have to uh, uh, um, take put it on a different credit card, et cetera. No interest. Talk to one of my advisors or managers about getting yourself a West Automotive Group card for sure. It's uh, good stuff. Uh, you can also uh, get in and take advantage of our, uh, our sort of care transmission diagnosis or any other diagnosis needed on your vehicle. Um my master technicians are highly qualified, and I'm going to tell you something. Uh, the best money you will ever spend, no matter what, is on uh, the uh, di- proper diagnosis at a qualified facility by a qualified technician. Best part of a repair right there. You get that part right, and the rest is cheaper. You get it wrong, and parts get thrown at the vehicle, it gets to be a very expensive repair, not something that you want to have happen. So... uh Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service is for sure with us. Uh, 
getting it diagnosed properly. We also have a free shuttle rides to or from work or home and uh, low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. You can hop on to West Automotive Group and you can make an appointment with us at all four locations or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram where we send out little tips and cool stuff. Uh, you can also click on uh, Auto Talk Radio where you can see where we put all of the radio shows afterwards on our, on our uh, page there. They're available and you can actually download them from there too um, if you like. Or you can go to uh, get any of the podcasts also, also uh, just to go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Radio.com, or TuneIn. Put in the answer San Diego 1170 AM and go to Saturday morning shows or weekend shows. You can click on Auto Talk Radio. You can download it there too. So and take us on the go if you like or however you want to do it. Uh, that's the answer San Diego 1170 AM. Um, good stuff. Uh, you can also click on uh, the Auto Man, where I'm the Auto Man for the CW on uh, Fridays, and uh, I'm the Auto Man for uh, Fox Five News on Wednesday morning mid news. Uh, you can uh, check out all our segments right from there. It'll take you right to our YouTube channel after uh, they've aired on the uh, TV station. You can go to the YouTube channel and click on them and watch them from there. So good stuff. Yep, that's westautomotivegroup.com, westautomotivegroup.com. You can also email me, like I said, anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So great stuff. Kevin, what are we talking about? We're talking about cars today, right? Oh, always. What we do. We haven't, we haven't talked about EVs today at all, which is surprising. We usually get a set. Well, that has, in the past year, become such a, a thing, or people are talking a lot about it, right? Yeah. So that's why we've had multiple discussions. Well, it's it's the it's the unknown to the people because especially because they're being forced into something that they don't know nothing about. I mean, and which rightfully so, a lot of people are asking questions right now because they're all being what, whether you think electric cars are good or thing when they come out and state, "Hey, by this certain year, we're all going to be driving electric cars." Even people that are for it are still going to have a lot of questions about this. Correct. Correct. Well, and and we talked a couple of weeks ago, uh we did a segment uh and we were talking about uh, the fact that uh, um, the carbon footprint of an EV, a complete electric vehicle, is quite large. Actually, when from start to finish, when you're all done with it, is larger than a gasoline or diesel vehicle um, because of producing the materials that it to produce the batteries, things like that, et cetera. Another thing, a lot of those materials that they're using right now to do so don't even come from the United States of America, although... Uh, another big thing that we didn't talk much about, but Borrego Springs, supposedly, out the Salton Sea area out there, Salton Sea, underneath that is supposed to be a ton of raw materials. But here's the question I have. Are they going to allow them to go and mine that stuff out of the Salton Sea? I think that's kind of like a preserve area, isn't it? I thought that was a, yeah, I thought that was a. I, I didn't say that they're they're not doing anything out there. They just said, scientists said there's a ton of raw um, materials uh, uh, um, that are underneath the Salton Sea. Now, how are you going to get them out of there? Because to to pull the those 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 uh, items, minerals, etc., out of there, right? That they need. It's almost like strip mining. You've seen what that looked like in Southern Ohio when we were kids, and they used to strip mine for coal. They pretty much desecrate the the whole. They build, they dig a they big destroy hole. The, well, not only that, and they destroy the whole area, right? I mean, then uh, years ago, they started making people did that. They had to put back, like, they plant grass and trees and things like that yeah, when they yeah. were done, right? So where there used to be a bunch of woods, you get these big fields of grass and a couple trees and things like that. But it's still better than what some of them were left is, like, shalings, right? And yes. all that stuff, you know? So uh, it's very tough on the land to do that. So are they going to go digged all that out of salt and sea i thought salt and sea was a federal uh preserve i don't know or whatever so so, and if they're not going to let them bring oil down the pipeline i I don't see them let them tear up that area yeah i don't know unless there's a way that's not so intrusive to get those uh 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 uh, rare minerals out of there but i I can't imagine there is no there's only one a dig (laughs) dig with a big with a big shovel yeah yeah so anyway one of those things, but we'll see. There's a, uh, you know, just, um, I read all this stuff and things that I come across in that. And that's, uh, uh, salt and sea is full, full of that. And it was funny cause the gentleman I, that I'd had lunch with that I was talking to this uh, about this. Um, he, uh, he said the same thing I did. Did you see that article? And I was like, Oh yeah, the salt and sea thing. Right. So he's like, yeah, I was like, man, pretty amazing stuff. But, uh, 
I just don't see how they're going to get it out of there. So anyway, all good. It's all good in the hood. Um, so today we're talking about uh, common car buying mistakes. Uh, skipping the test drive. Who buys a car and doesn't test drive it? Have you ever bought a car you didn't test drive? Only if it's one that's broken, and I know it's broken. Well, but, right? appar- apparently, I mean, that's got to be a new thing because look at all these, uh, like, even CarMax. Or is it CarMax? Which one of them, you know? The, it, Carvana 10-day yeah. test drive? Well, yeah, because they deliver it to your house. And I mean, a lot of these. Carvana, yeah. But there's a lot of those companies out there that, that deliver them to your house now. Probably so now, yeah. Technically, you bought the car because you had to get, and, and I know they give you a, well, though, but you have like a ten day period. You get to drive the car. And you yeah, can take but there's back. they give you periods at the regular dealers too, and they don't take them back. I don't think they take them back that easily. Do you think? I think you could trade it for a different car pretty easily. Okay, well that I see. I I don't think that they just give you back your money. That's, That's probably saying. not. Yeah, nobody. But I mean, if you drove this car and said like this car doesn't fit me, I guess I'm going to go try that model. Then you could probably do that. They probably give you ten days with that one or ten days with that. You know, so. I get that. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So, yeah, possibly. Yep. I'd yep. rather much go down to the dealer and just do all the driving right in one day and get it over with, though. <laughs> or you, what? like we said a little earlier, you know, rent a car yes. that you like. Like if you're a model, you know. So, uh, um, but yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know of any rental car companies that have EVs you can rent, though, huh? Oh, they're starting to. They do full they, electric. I know they had hybrids. Hybrids, yes. But I'm talking about EV plug-in cars. Like, if, what if you wanted to buy a new Chevy Bolt? Like that, Volt, I don't know about the, the little Bolt. You know, that's all electric EV. It looks like a little pregnant roller skate. Because how would you charge it anyways? Well, you'd stop and pay thirty bucks at at Westfield Mall. Well, I was going to say because I'm not, <laughs> not going to have a charge. I mean, I, I, if I'm going to rent one, well, those can also be charged off one ten. It just takes a long time. So you're not, you, you know what I'm saying? So like if you rented I want, one. And I wonder you, if overnight would be long enough to charge one of those back up. I don't on know how extension. long it takes to charge uh, one of those on. Uh, they used to come with, like I said, te- like Tesla with adapters, you know. So uh, uh, probably a couple days or something. I don't know. Takes a little while. Doesn't charge. It's not a fast charger. That's for sure. So. Huh. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to drive one of those and figure it out before you bought one, is this working for me? I wonder. If, I wonder if new home. I wonder if. I wonder if this will start happening. New homes come with the chargers already built into the garages or whatever. Because, I mean, think about this: you buy a new home, you have to have solar panels and this, this, and this in this day and age. So, I wonder if they're doing it with the charging stations already <laughs> installed when you buy the house now. Huh. It says uh, t- 12 hours, roughly, for total charge. So, uh, by 120 volt. So, uh, yeah, something like that. So, that's what it's like to. That's right. S- 7 to 11 hours to 12 hours, somewhere in there. And this is another thing. that uh, That's for uh, um, low-voltage low 120 charging. Most people I know that have, you know, their electric car and they have a fast charger at their house. What's going to happen when you have two individuals say, I mean, and then plus, you know, your kid's going to start driving someday too, but let's just talk about mom and dad right now. Both come home from work and they both got to plug their cars. And now we got to have two charging stations in the garage, not, or, or, and if most people don't even park in the garage, so, Oh, so, not a full charge because on a 110 outlet, it says for an eight-hour overnight charge, you'd get 36 to 40 miles. That's on 110. And that's so not that's worth, called a level one charger. Yeah, but that, that wouldn't be worth renting the car then because you couldn't even drive it the next day. Well, it depends on how far you went. <laughs> what if you only dropped, drove 40 miles and then you plugged it in? You still has quite the battery life. You bring it right back up to full charge. So it's a possibility. Or you could just borrow, rent it for one day. It has a three mile, drive it around and then, and then take, it, take back. it back. But do they charge it for electricity then? That's a good question. Like they charge it for gas. What if you'd bring the rental car back with a, with an almost dead battery, an EV, a rental car See, versus a, versus a car that takes gas. You bring it back with a quarter tank. They charge it for the three quarters tank, right? That, that means rental car places are going to have to start freaking having charging stations at their place too. Of course they will. 
if they're going to sell, if they're going to rent those, I just find it interesting. Anyway, so back to uh, uh, yeah, purchasing the vehicle, et cetera. Uh, skipping the test drive. The dr- test drive is one of the most important parts of the car buying process. A lot of vehicles look good on paper, especially in glossy brochure photos. But the test drive is your best chance to see how a vehicle measures up to, to your expectations. True, you know, does this vehicle work for me? That's a very important part, right? And how well it fits you and your uh, family. Uh, you don't want any surprises after you bought it. That's why it's uh, surprising that many people give vehicles only a token test drive or worse at all, none. Who buys a car without driving it? I don't get that. Well, but there are a lot of people that do that, supposedly. I've read that a lot. Like, well, and I've actually sold cars. People walked around. They're like, I'll take it. I was like, you don't want to drive it? <laughs> well, well, they might have already owned one, but still, you should drive it to see how it runs, though. You should. If it's a brand new car, expectations are that it's going to run, right? I mean, and run well, hopefully. But you never know. It could be the one Friday car. Right. Built on Friday when everybody wanted to go home. Never a good thing, is it? Mm, well, I, I guess it depends who the person was. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, huh? You just never know, do you? Just never know. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, you should road test the car, drive it, uh, get a feel for it. Make sure it's what you want, for sure. In doing so, uh, you will be way more happy with your purchase because you will have uh, uh, now know that this is the vehicle you want and it does what you want so very important um the next thing we get into is negotiating down from the sticker price don't use the sticker price as a gauge if you're buying a new car you want to be very careful of this and and make sure that you uh negotiate up from the actual cost of the car to the dealer so uh very important things as far as that goes uh don't use the sticker price as a gauge when negotiating a deal. Salesmen often offer deals such as uh, 500 below the sticker price, and many consumers will uh, conclude often mistakenly they're getting good deal unless the vehicle's uh, big demand and short supply, which we're dealing with right now. Big demand and short supply on a lot of vehicles, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So that right now can be a tricky time to buy a car if you can find the one you want even. <clears throat> can usually get even a lower price by negotiating up from the dealer paid for the vehicle, just like I said. When you know the dealer's true cost, you'll know how much the profit margin there is to work with, et cetera, as far as that. Um, Car dealers used to, and still do, one of the ways they make most of their money on new cars is uh, volume incentives. The more cars they sell, the more volume incentives they get from the manufacturer yearly, right? Right. And that's where they make a lot of their money as far as that goes. So it's not really that they need to make a lot of money on the car they're selling. But it depends. If they can, they will, though. It's a business, right? Yes. I mean, that's how things work. So um, just got to keep that in mind um, as far as that goes. Uh, be careful of something else that I've seen. I've seen used car places that sell used cars for more money used than they sold for new. <laughs> Am I right? We've seen this before, Kevin, have we yes. not? Yeah. Be extremely careful about this and make sure that you know what you're buying and why and not overpaying for it. So um, you, you just want to be very cognizant about what you're dealing with and costs. So do your research. And geez, with the internet these days... You can really do your research and get an idea on a car, right? Yes. Before you go out and purchase one, et cetera. Um, so just, just make sure you're doing doing your due diligence, as we say, um, and that goes. Um, but there's a lot of ways uh, to figure out the cost of a car and what they're selling for in that. So make sure and do your stuff without question. Um, don't focus on your monthly payment when negotiating. You know, too many salesmen will be like, well, I, we can get you out the door for this. I see them extending loan periods quite a bit, haven't we, Kevin? And they did, like, instead of five years, you know, the max car loan you used to get was like five years before, 60 months, right? Yeah. Now now I've seen, I see ones like eight years, nine years. I'm like, geez, man. Think about uh, how, uh, your how car's, much interest do you your think car, is on there? Well, besides that, your car's not going to be worth crap. And you're still going to be making a car payment on it. Yeah, true. Because cars, cars do depreciate pretty quickly. And then, I mean, in 10 years, how many miles? I mean, 10 years is a long time for a car. 
I mean, that's a lot of miles. I mean, you're going to have some serious, you're going to have, it's going to be way out of warranty. Mm-hmm. You're going to be making some serious repairs on and making a car payment on it still. <laughs> Think about Could that. Be. Could be for sure. Yeah, you never know. It's one of those things that uh, you need to be uh, cognizant about. And pay, uh, yeah, so if you, they run the price way out uh, on, on cars as far as that goes. Um, and uh, uh, as far as the financing monthly, you, you end up paying a lot more. So don't, yeah, it's not a great deal if it's $100 less per month, but they add on another uh, 24 months of payments, you know. So it can be quite expensive. So be cognizant about what you're buying, the credit, and and the interest rate you're getting, and, and items like that. Extremely important, for sure. All right, folks, uh, we're talking about car buying mistakes uh, here on Auto Talk Radio and The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1. We're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us here on July 9th. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of summer. Yeah. Brendan's been doing beach days. Yeah. Yeah. Tannin. Yeah. Tannin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a golden nugget. (laughs) Oh, it's been a beautiful summer so far. Brendan's been out surfing. Were you surfing? You surf? Uh, No, bodyboard. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you have your own bodyboard? Yeah. Not not surfing yet. I'm a stand-up paddleboard guy. I like that. It's good stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Like to go out to La Jolla Shores and that and paddleboard out there by the caves and stuff. Oh, really? You go out there? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't? No. Uh, uh, well, you wouldn't be body, stuff, body I born. Scuba diving here. Oh, yeah. You've gone scuba diving there before? Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. So you're a certified scuba diver? No, my sister is. I'm still working on some classes for that stuff. Uh, so she takes you in there and see if she can drown you or what? No. <laughs> I hope not. No. It, it would be mostly my uncle who would have to do that mostly. I would say. Oh, is he a certified diver? He is, yes. A master diver? Instructor? Yes. Okay, very cool. There you go. That's good stuff. That's fun stuff, though, for sure. That's an expensive sport. Uh, you're not kidding. Yeah, we, well, it's not like, too bad once you buy the stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good investment for your hobby, I guess. It, it is. <laughs> um, there's more expensive, but no, I like to paddleboard out there and watch the 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 crazies jump off the top of the cliffs and and dive into the water there. Uh, you know, by I mean, the cave entrance. I'm not that kind of person. If that's no, I said asking. watch them. Oh, I didn't just say, watch them. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paddleboard out there. I was going to say, them, I'm not one of those creatures. Sometimes you can paddleboard, in the, depending on the water level, into the, into the caves. I've also kayaked out there before, but you can paddleboard into the caves, and there, there'll be seals, and they're sometimes just chilling like yeah. a villain. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, they're all cool. They just they, barb, they barb, give barb. you a They'll give you a seal of approval. They do. They do. So it's so funny when I go out on uh, friends' boats or things like that, or you do a harbor cruise, like a bunch of people in town, like we did a harbor cruise thing, and uh, they always go by the bait docks out there so you can see all the seals because there's always a million seals sitting on the bait docks. They're just wait, waiting for a fresh dinner, you know, uh, easy dinner, right? So that's why they hang out there. No, I don't I don't know if any – you know where I'm talking about, right? Over by the I, sub I base. So. Over by the sub base in the harbor. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah the bait. No that's yes. where all the bait tanks are for the commercial fishermen. Okay, gotcha. So, well, that does make sense, too. Yes. That's why all those seals are there on those floating uh, bait tanks. Yeah, because yeah. Because they're waiting for a free meal. I, I definitely, yeah, I think I remember that because uh, I was doing like a whale watching tour and they were talking about something similar oh, yeah. to that, too. There so, you go. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. All the cool stuff in San Diego. So, <laughs> all, all right. So, let's continue on with the. Uh, a common uh, car buying mistakes. Um, buying the deal instead of the vehicle. Have you ever done this before, Kevin? You know what? I think half the time people buy it for the deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not even talking about cars, even candy bars, whatever. Ooh. 35% larger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they put on the wrapper. That draws you in, doesn't it, Brandon? I mean, <laughs> depends. Like, I, I, I can tell when, like, 
Do you remember the Mitsubishi uh, Mirage back in the day? Yeah. Terrible car to buy. Ter- terrible. It, it was $14,000. <laughs> That's what they were trying to sell you at. Like, oh, it's a really cheap vehicle, and it's economically good, and... Uh, pretty good gas mileage, if I remember right. Do like you remember a car 30s. called a Yugo? Exactly. Brand, yeah, brand yeah, new, so. 49 <laughs> I'm not kidding. In, no, 1980, in 1986, $49.95, a brand new Yugo, man. Brand new. And then Talk ha- about a throwaway car. I was going to say, yeah, and and how and uh, how God. well was the maintenance on it? Oh, they well, it had a Renault engine and transmission in it, actually, so that'll tell you right there. It was a piece of junk. They were pieces of junk, weren't they, Kevin? You know, the I, thing I, that scared me about those, and we flipped one over on its side once. Like if you pulled, the, like they they were like driving a cube down the road. And uh, when I say we, I, we were in high school. Some girl had one, yeah. And it and we and one of my friends was cruising down the road, pulled the emergency brake, and it flipped it sideways, and it landed on its side. We we rolled it back over. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I think I've worked on one. I've only I put a clutch I, in one. I worked on one when when we worked in La Mesa before we opened the shop. I just remember putting a clutch in one one time. I don't even remember where I worked when I did it. I, that's what I'm saying. You didn't it, even rarely work on them either because nobody kept them that long. It was a Renault though, is what it was. The engine and transmission and axles and all that were Renault. Yeah. So and the car was built in Yugoslavia. That was why it was called a Yugo. And I think they made it for three years, if I want to guess. But I'm telling you, the price tag on it was forty nine ninety five. That was the only selling point they really had there. Five thousand dollars for a brand new car. Yeah, exactly. So, but I guess, I mean, if you only needed a car for to drive for like three years, and it would last for three years, I guess it's not that bad of an investment. Well, especially you have five grand, three years. But they drove like crap too. They, yeah, it was a so tin can. In all honesty, it's not a good investment in the long run. No, right? what? No, not in the long run. But what scared the heck out of me was like getting hit in something by something while you're in that car. You'd be like a golf ball. I mean, even the what was the little uh, what was the little cars a two tour car made by uh, was it BMW or Mercedes uh, the little little car it looked like a little little golf cart. Oh, I was gonna say they they're making like these new one seater ones called the Solos. Yeah, no, no, this was made previously. It was a uh, what was that? I, the only one I can think of is a Fiat. They little car. No. You remember that one? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that one. <laughs> that one's had that removal. That one had like the the canvas top that snapped down on the top of it too. <laughs> what was the name of that little car? I, I remember watching Top Gear, and they had a Reliant Robin back in the, uh, or uh, on the television. See, show. because and, a lot of those countries over there, the, the gas has always been so expensive. That's why they had them little cheap cars like that. I, and I remember it was like I think they said it's the most flipped car because it's so heavy in the front and oh. <laughs> it oh. make you toss and turn everywhere whenever you're driving. Right. Interesting. That, yeah, I don't know. Are you were thinking of or no? No, it's not. It was a BMW, I believe. Um, uh, Two door. Okay. Uh, it, it, I'm guessing the Reliant Robin was only a uh, like an English product. I don't think it came probably. Out from America, what was that car, man? Jeez, I can't remember. Uh, eh, I don't know. Anyway, it'll come to me later. I guarantee you. Um, it looked like a little golf ball, though, cruising down the road. I think it was made by BMW or Mercedes. I can't remember which. It was. Uh, I don't think it was Mercedes. It was a little two door car. And uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Huh. Moving on. So uh, as we're talking about uh, reasons uh, and things to buy, so don't don't buy the deal. Plain and simple. Um, well, think about this. How many times there's you... A, there's a you can get zero percent financing, things like that, a cash rebate stuff. But don't buy a car because of those things. No. Make sure and get the car you want exactly. Sometimes they put rebates on cars that are junk. Hence what we were talking about earlier. So here, well, they have too many of them. They gotta get rid of them. Exactly. And and waiting till you're if you're buying a new car or a used car, in waiting till you're someplace to buy a car, and then you start thinking about financing. Uh, used car lots financing is usually not your best option. I'm going to tell you right now, it's usually extremely high interest rate. So make sure and uh, check that stuff out and uh, and uh, get 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 it done right. 
So, you know, as far as that goes, Hey, I also, uh, real quick here while we're doing this, I do want to remind folks that, uh, auto talk radio is brought to you by interstate battery, a battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other battery at the, uh, West automotive group locations for one simple reason. They are the number one technician recommended battery for sure. Um, worldwide without question. So jump on westautomotivegroup.com and, uh, Get an appointment, and we'll get you a uh, interstate uh, battery installed for sure if you need a battery. Um, if you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need, for sure. All righty, uh, so back to talking about uh, um, cars uh, and that. So financing, yes, make sure and research your financing. Don't uh, don't uh, wait till you're there. Uh, like I said, used car lots, uh, their interest rates are usually quite high. So anyway, uh, don't underestimate the value of modern safety features. I got to be honest with you. There's so many safety features on vehicles now if you're buying a new one. Um, if you're buying a used one, though, you might want to consider one year to another. Some things have changed, you know, from here to there. Uh, now, so many vehicles have ADOS and everything built into them. You know, uh, lane avoidance, uh, uh, things. There's there's a lot of safety features, plus all the airbags. Let's be honest. Yeah, most cars these days that are nicer um, have so many airbags, you're like in a bubble if you get in an accident. There's no lie about it, you know. Right. And airbags save lives. That stuff really does. So, they do. So, um, and along with uh, all kinds of other sort of passive restraint issues, uh, things that uh, help out. So... Uh, make sure and research and make sure that the the vehicle you're buying, whatever model or year, has the safety things that you want. So sometimes if you step up one year, there's some more safety features that uh, may be uh, uh, good. So just make sure and know all of that. Uh, everything from analog brake systems, electronic stability, like I said, uh, airbags, uh, it's good things to know. So uh, traction control, all the things that come along with it, you know. ADOS, which keeps you in your lane, keeps you from hitting other cars, applied braking, etc. Just really good stuff. Uh, research your safety features available. Don't buy, here's a good one, don't buy unnecessary extras, right, Kevin? Exactly. Never a good thing. Uh, uh, sometimes they often try to sell you things, add, add-ons. Uh, rust proofing. Well, here in Southern California, you don't really need rust proofing on your car. Now, if you live in the Midwest or places they salt roads, uh, yeah, like Wisconsin, uh, that may be Kenosha. Um, that, uh, may be a good place to, uh, have your car rust proof. So, so know what you should invest in for sure. Uh, there's all oh, fabric protection, paint protection, VIN etching, Vin etching in your catalytic converter is not a bad idea if you live here in Southern California. That way, uh, they'll know it's your cat when it's stolen, especially if you own a Prius. Uh, you know, so you can lose a cat on one of those in under three minutes. So, an expensive endeavor there. So, let's, uh, yeah, one of those things. Uh, there's all kinds of add-on things. Just, you know what? Some things you can do yourself cheap, though. So. You know, you could get an etcher and etch your own catalytic converter, but be very careful when you jack your car up that you do it safely to crawl underneath of it. That way it don't fall on you. We don't want the car to fall on you. Yeah. Uh, Not researching the value of the current car. You could get a great deal on a new car, but lose all the savings and more on your trade-in value. Uh, Yeah, make sure that you, you, you know all the options you're going in for. If you're trading in a car, what your car's worth before you take it in. Uh, if you're, you know, there's so many things to know for sure. No question about it. Uh, so in other words, research is the key to having a successful car buying experience for sure. Uh, and make sure the one and only, if you are buying a used vehicle, not a brand new vehicle because it come with new car warranties, but a used vehicle, make sure you bring it into somebody like us and get a AAA pre-purchase inspection done on it. And also pull a Carfax on it to see if it's been in any major accidents. Those two things are the most important thing on a used vehicle. Inspection by a qualified technician to make sure that, you know, we put cars up and often see things like, oop, this car's been in an accident or this is done or whatever, or the maintenance is not done right, et cetera. 
These are all extremely point, good points to know before. Um, doing these pre-purchase exits, we've had clients bring two or three different cars in, sometimes the same model, but from different people used, before they found the one that didn't have a bunch wrong with it or, or was going to have issues. We want you to have a great car experience when you buy one, so make sure that no matter what, uh, you do your research and we know what's uh, what you're getting with a vehicle and not a bunch of things that you got to fix, right? Right. So, and then, like I said, the Carfax will tell you the history of the vehicle. Like we report on Carfax, if you buy a car that's been maintained by the West Automotive Group from some private party, it's all on Carfax, all the servicing and repairs and all that. So, we're part of that uh, infrastructure with uh, Carfax, and it's just a great way to know that the car's been taken care of properly. So, as far as that goes, um, great stuff, man. Happy July 9th. Happy uh, Classic Collector Cars Day or whatever Brendan said it was in the beginning. Hey, San Diego and everybody else out there, we truly appreciate you joining us every Saturday morning. We love doing Auto Talk Radio, and we love that uh, you join in and call in and are part of the show. Makes for some great stuff. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up, and you can tune in next week. Auto Talk Radio will be back next Saturday from 78, right here on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. Till then, be safe, have fun, enjoy. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.